Hello and welcome to the Mindset and Self Mastery Show. I'm your host, Nick McGowan, and on this show, my guests and I unpack the stories that shape us and the lives that we lead on our path to self-mastery. Today on the show, we have Heather Vinier. Heather is a life coach, yoga instructor, and the owner of Ignite Your Sunshine. She's originally from New York, and her struggle with anorexia ultimately led her down a path toward healing, where she spent years working on herself, her body, and mind, and yoga was a major piece of that healing. We get into a ton of different stuff, some deep topics like self-abandonment and the power of your inner voice, but we also share a bunch of laughs. So let's not wait any longer. Let the games begin. Heather, hello and welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I am great. So excited you're here. Uh, We've had a handful of minutes to chat before we started doing the recording here, and I can tell right off the bat, we're going to hit it off. And at one point you said, I'm from New York. I was like, well, I'm from Philly, so we'll be totally good. And fuck the non-cursing. And you kind (laughs) of said, all right, with that. So welcome to the show. Why don't you start us off? Tell us what you do for a living. And one thing that most people don't know about you. First of all, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really grateful to be here with you. Um, Yeah, I've so I, I told you right beforehand, like, I was really looking forward to being on here. And then I looked at my calendar today and like my computer, like, deleted the event from my calendar, but I still like knew that it was there and I was really excited for it. So yeah, just thank you for having me. Um, my name's Heather. I own Ignite Your Sunshine, which is a coaching and wellness business. It's health, it's life coaching, private yoga. Um, I am a personal trainer. I don't currently personal train, but I use my knowledge from personal training and nutrition to incorporate it into really integrative programs for my clients. So if, um, if I have a client who is like working with me for life coaching, but also wants some nutrition support. I got them. Like I, it's, I I work in a really holistic, in a, in a really holistic way. And so those are services that I offer through Ignite Your Sunshine. I also, um, I also own Ignite Your Sunshine Sense, which is a, it's like a portion of Ignite Your Sunshine. And so I created proprietary blend essential oils and I sell them as rollerball bottles, as room sprays, and as um, and as serums, like dropper bottles, so that people can put them into their diffuser. You can drop it into laundry. You could put it in a in a bubble bath if you are so inclined to. <laughs> so it's uh, like you it's you get this whole like holistic health and wellness vibe from Ignite Your Sunshine, and that's kind of that's what I do. I guess I have to say something that people don't know about me at this point. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Um, okay. So I'm going to preface this by saying I am not flighty. (laughs) (laughs) Anything with a disclaimer, like, well, let me just uh, give you a disclaimer first. The reason why I'm like prefacing by saying that is I have moved probably 19 times since 2008. And like, which is like a pretty solid amount of time, given the number of years between 2008 and right now in 2022. But um, before 2008, I literally lived in the same exact house, like grew up until I was 21, 20, 21, 22, 22, in your early 20s. <laughs> yes, in my early 20s. Let's go with that. Yeah, in the same exact house in Plainview, New York. And um, yeah, then I moved down to Florida. And like, as soon as I moved to Florida, like, I just moved. Like, <laughs> nice. And like many of those moves were like within the same exact vicinity. Some of them were like one of them. I, I did move overseas for a period of time. 
for grad school. I also like lived on the opposite coast of Florida for a little while, but like, I, like I've just, I have just moved. So you need some tips on packing. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's some people that literally just stay in the same town, maybe even in the same house. Like I know there are people almost seems like a really old timey thing. Like, well, you know, I met the neighbor down the street. We got married at 16, popped out nine kids and I got a corporate job. We moved into mom and dad's house. Not really a thing anymore. I mean, I guess there are some parts of the country that does that, but different part. I would think that there are still some parts that do that, but like, I just like your mainstream, mainstream America, like that's not necessarily the norm anymore, but I do, there are definitely people that I grew up with. And like, I didn't grow up in a small town. Like we, it was not like a small podunk town, nothing against those (laughs) types of towns. They're great. (laughs) They have their special place in the world, but like where I grew up was not that. And there's still a lot of people that live in the, in the vicinity. And like, all the power to him. It just wasn't me. I'm right there with you. And I think there's like a fine line. Look, we can be honest. There's a fine line where you're like, why the fuck are you still there? <laughs> and then another line of like, oh, you know, well, yeah, everybody can do their own thing. So I appreciate you being kind of political in a sense with it. But I know there are people, there are people that listen to this show that are from my old neck of the woods that still live there and i appreciate those people but even with them i'm like why the fuck are you still there they're like well you see my business is here and this and that i'm like you gotta move well welcome to florida i live in i'm basically near tampa now you're on the other coast right yeah yeah i'm in uh i'm in palm beach county i live in jupiter okay cool i mean this is (laughs) this is just basically paradise So I hope people don't turn off the episode at this point that don't live in Florida. But those of you who don't, like, hey, we live here. Come on down and visit. I'm looking at the pool right now, and it's probably 70 degrees outside. So come on down. I still have friends and family that are up north that are like, oh, man, it feels beautiful out. It is 54 degrees. I'm like, geez, (laughs) that sounds cold. And like, what the fuck is wrong with you? sounds awful. I thought, okay, so I know this girl that's up in the Orlando area, and I was on... I don't remember if it was Facebook or Instagram. It was like one of those a couple of days ago. And she literally posted something and it was like, Florida is one of nine states that isn't snowing today in the United (laughs) States. And I was like, fuck, yes. (laughs) There's a reason we're here. (laughs) Yeah. Shit, I still have family that's like, hey, you coming up for Christmas? I'm like, well, it still snows there, right? They're like, yeah. I'm like, well, then no. I'm going (laughs) to sit by my pool. What is wrong with you? Come on down here. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You'll make some migration at some point. It's like typical Northeast. Like, you're from the Northeast, yeah. you end up in Florida. They'll get down here. We all do. They typically do when they're a bit older, though. Like, I did it in my, in my early 30s, and now I'm like, shit, I'm not going anywhere else. I mean, maybe SoCal, but that's a different lifestyle over there. That's, let's, let's pull back from that so people don't just be like, what the fuck kind of travel shit are they talking about on this show? Yeah, no, I am. Um, I mean, just in response to that, I have wanted to live in California for, like, ever. And, like... Mm-hmm. I am not leaving or going anywhere. Like my family is here. I have, I have a niece and nephew that's here. Like I'm not going anywhere. I like, I, at some point, my goal is to have like little mini Heathers. And I mean, like not just <laughs> mini me is like, obviously like a husband, not cloning like, yourself, <laughs> well. but like, I want to have like little ones running around and like, I want them to live near their cousins. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm not going anywhere. Florida it is. (laughs) Oh, man. And especially when you have so much sun constantly. Beautiful. Um, I 
I think about growing up with the different seasons. Being in the Northeast, you saw the different seasons. They were like those periods where you're like, oh, it's starting to get colder. Oh, man, it's really cold. It's bone-chilling cold. And then it would start to get warmer. We don't really experience that here, where it's just basically just nice. Yeah. And then it's like sort of not nice. And then it's really nice again. But I think we need to stop with the whole Florida stuff. The fact that you traveled around a lot is a big thing. So, shit, when I think of 2008, that was actually a bit ago. And a lot of stuff has happened since 2008. So I haven't counted the amount of times that I've moved, but I'm at least in probably around that 19, 20-ish area as well. Uh, I think some of that has actually helped to shape me the way that oh, I've yeah. experienced different things. So can you talk about some of what you've experienced, not only just with the moves, but as we talk about it and look back, like what's kind of shaped you from that? The first initial move down here, like the initial like move from New York to here. Um, the first thing that I can really pinpoint about that is I had struggled with anxiety for like ever, like mm -hmm anxiety, depression. I was severely anorexic in my teens and in my early twenties. And like getting down here to Florida was, it slowed me down <laughs> and it gave me, I think also the fact that like I had moved from a situation where I knew all of these people to a place where like, I literally was starting from scratch. And the only people that I knew that were surrounding me were my family it probably also gave me a little bit of time like to myself to like yeah. figure some shit out. And <laughs> it was in that time that I like got myself help for my eating disorder. And like, I've been, I was, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it like two weeks ago because I was thinking about what it was that I wanted to talk about on like my first podcast episode, how I was introducing myself to people. And I realized that like the first thing that comes out when people are like, well, what's your life experience? Like it's usually something surrounding the eating disorder. And like, that's not who I am or who I relate to anymore. Yeah. I mean, I know how to work with people and I know how to support people because of that experience, but that's just not like, it's like I've been in recovery from it for like upwards of 10 years. So it's not, mm. it's not something that I am like challenged by on a daily basis anymore. Um, and a lot of that, like a lot of that healing and a lot of that process to get to the Heather that I am right now has it is a result of the different places that I've lived in. Mm -hmm. Like the initial move down to Florida definitely had a huge impact on it. From there I ended up um I ended up going overseas and like having that level of independence and like living in Israel and like getting reconnected mm -hmm. with like my family's Israeli. So getting reconnected with like my heritage, um that definitely like it definitely got me back to being more me than I was before. And then I, um, and then I got, I got back to the United States from there and I ended up moving to Houston and I'd had a yoga practice since I was in, since I was in 10th grade, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, since I was in 10th grade and I, when I was in Houston, I like found the studio that I ended up doing my training at. And I went through like years of like really just deep diving into, um, into well like self-development i mm -hmm. like i guess like it was like yes it was yoga training and it also like a huge portion of it was self-development so that got me closer to myself as well and it was like the process of 
the process of like getting reconnected to this portion of myself and to this portion of myself and to this portion of myself, um, it allowed me to over time just get really deeply connected to to my spirit and to my voice. It's so interesting how all of those things have to happen to get you to a point where right now you can be like, well, the person I am now is because of all these things that have happened. I had a conversation with a client maybe about two hours ago where we were talking about like, well, what does it just take for some people to actually get this thing? Well, what did it take you to get the idea of all of this? He was like, well, it took me blah, 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 and rattled off all that stuff. And if you think of when you moved, and all the things that had to happen, even the dumb little terrible times in between, that all adds to the lessons. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> but if you think of you as a younger person bumbling your way through and trying to self-develop things and like take info in, it's so <laughs> clunky and just so awkward at times. What is your job? <laughs> Yeah. Like if you think like people are like, well, if you could talk to your 18 year old self, what would you do? I think most people are like, I'd punch them in the face or like kick their ass or whatever. I'd probably look at them and be like, you're at least you're going to go through some shit, but you're going to be awkward as hell for a bit, too. Yeah. So are there any like times that come to mind where you're like, oh, man, I remember this bit of season that was awkward. But now I do it differently or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Man. Okay. So there's a couple of different directions I could go. I could go with that, but like the direction that I'll go with is, um, up to, I mean, as recent as like three, four years ago, Mm. if something happened, like someone was out of integrity at work or like didn't show up for Mm -hmm. their commitment or like there were standards for one person were completely different than their standards for another person or I I don't know if those are great examples, but like my personal response, even with like years of self-development under my belt, like, (laughs) is that like, is that an appropriate term? Like under my belt for like years? (laughs) Sure. I get that. I don't even wear a belt. I don't know why I use that term, but like, (laughs) but anyway, um, with like years of experience with self-development, um, and like being so connected with myself in so many different ways. Yeah there's like something within me where like I would like lose my personal voice and I wouldn't speak. I like wouldn't speak up from myself. I was speaking, I was like moving and breathing and speaking as like a representative of the organizations that I was leading or working for. I thought you meant of you, like the UN of yourself. I'm a representation (laughs) of myself. It's like, wow, that's quite a fucking mask. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 not a representation of myself, like a representation or a representative of those organizations. So like, I wasn't fully speaking my truth. I was like speaking from the organization. And so like, there was like jargon that I would use. And there were like things that I would say that like, weren't necessarily mine. And so like, that's how I would handle things then. And like the moment that I separated from the specific organizations that I'm, that I'm like pinpointing in my brain right now, I actually like, it was, it was like a, it was a rough road. Um, yeah, it was a rough road because I went from being surrounded by all of these people to like moving back over to the East coast of Florida, which is where, which is where my family was. And like, where I knew that I was going to be launching my business from and where I wanted to be. Um, and though, like I'd spent years surrounded by all of these people. And the moment that I separated from those two organizations, like I lost all those people. And so I got back to the East coast of Florida and I was like left with some like heavy emotions and heavy shit to deal with. And like that, 
process for me is what got me connected with my voice. Like I started to, I started to like, I'd had a meditation practice for like years, but I like really intentionally started to meditate in the mornings. Like I would pull an intention card or an Oracle card or something. I'd meditate or journal on it. I intentionally and like very purposefully, if something came up, like I spoke about it. Like I didn't keep it in. I didn't like try to process on my own. I just like called the trusted few people that I, that I knew I could call and I could just like blurt out whatever it was that I needed to blurt out because it was the practice of me using my voice, like my Mm. voice though. And so like there was that. And like, I, I also, um, I started, I started using, and I know that this like might come across as like really hippy dippy to some people, but I started using essential oils and like intentionally using them, not just using them because I like the way they smell. Mm-hmm. And so I like started making my own essential oil blends with specific intentions. And like the first one that I ever created was one that was geared towards the throat chakra because it like, it's like to, to support me in actually using my voice. Yeah. And um, yeah, I now sell those oils. What a beautiful thing. So like, thing. they're like, they're, it's like a part of my business that was born truly out of my own personal process. So like, long story short, the way that I used to handle something was like speaking as a representative of an organization or like speaking mm. not from my true self to now doing nothing other than speaking from my true self. So we probably just spend the rest of the episode going through something with all of this, because for the most part, the masks that people wear, and I think of those people that are uh, very businessy, like, uh, you know, we'll circle back to this thing. Oh, my God. And like, that that's term. same. Same. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I can't. Or like, um, what's the other one? So like, there's two that just really drive me bonkers. Let's unpack that. Oh, God. <laughs> and let's yeah. circle back to it. Like those two, I just can't. I <laughs> Circle back one. Uh, yeah. So uh, some people, I think, just get into the habit of that stuff because they hear it so much. It's almost like when you're a little kid and you hear your parents say certain things. And thanks, mom. That's maybe where I got this fucking mouth from. Um, but, you know, really, um, you, you learn those sort of things and you start to say those. You're integrated into that system. You're working with that company and you start saying those things because those other people are saying it. Just like the right, like, right? What about this, right? Like that sort of thing where people are saying that or they're circle back or what have you. It's so interesting when you can pull back from that and you realize like, oh shit, I was wearing a mask as well. And for the most part, that's not that bad of a mask because you're just culturally trying to fit in, socially trying to fit in. But we all have some sort of mask on. And the fact that you started to actually take that mask off, set up a process to be able to talk to people and say, I just need you to be here and listen because I got to take this fucking mask off and just stretch the muscle of talking. And just yeah. getting out and doing it. Man, and there's a lot that's within that. So how did you get to that point where you were like, I have to set this up. I have to, like, what was the breaking point, basically, where you're like, fuck it, I've had enough. I have to bomb again. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, mic drop. Fuck it, I've had enough. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I, moved, I moved back here. And I realized that I, like, just didn't, I had kind of distanced myself from the overarching yoga institute that I did a lot of my trainings from. I was no longer involved in those two local organizations. And, um, and I got back here and I like, literally, like I did not, 
I had been away. And so the friends that I had in this air that were in this area, like I wasn't, I wasn't close with any longer. So I had to like, kind of, I felt like I was like re becoming friends with them all over again. And, um, I really, like, I didn't have anyone. Like I, I just, I didn't, the people that I was like so closely surrounded by, like I literally, like, I just did not, I didn't have them. And, um, and the people that I, the people that I've had in my life for like years who have been with me for like decades now at this point, like none of them are down here. Like they're in New York, they're in Minneapolis, they're in wherever they are. Um, yeah, New York and Minneapolis are the two that are sticking out for me right now. But, uh, they, like, they're clearly not here. So it's not like I could just like go and meet up with them or go and hang out with them. Um, and I think that that process, not, I think like, I know that that process of like, having, having to just sit with myself. Mm. Yeah. Having to just sit with myself. Like I, there was no other, I mean, I I had my family of course, like, and so I spent time with my brother and sister-in-law and my niece, my nephew hadn't been born at that point in time yet, but, um, he's born and ready to go now. (laughs) (laughs) And like my, and my parents, so I I spent time with them. But, um, aside from that for a little while, like I just, I, I wasn't spending time with anyone else. I really just took the time to like, get the fucking connection with myself because yeah. without actually being connected, like I just felt so disconnected and I had already like launched like an earlier version of my business and um like my, of the coaching and wellness business. And mm-hmm. I like, I knew that I had something to offer, but I also knew that at that point in time, like I wasn't able to offer it the way that I wanted to, because like, I still wasn't like speaking freely and speaking truly. And just like, that was just, that was just part of my, part of my journey. I think I got so used to over the years, like not saying anything and not saying anything and not saying anything that, um, yeah, I had to learn how to say something again. And so I Mm -hmm. started, I mean, I started doing the things that I mentioned before, um, like coupled with really deep mindset work, but I have this one friend in particular and, uh, and she's like, we've been like, without actually using the term accountability buddies, like for, for upwards of a decade now in different areas of life, like we've definitely been that for each other. And so at that point in time, um, yeah, I started like bookending things with conversations with her. So I'd be like, I'm going to do this. And then I'd go and do it. And then like, I'd call her after. And so like, you could call it check-ins, you could call it bookending something, but it was like that level of being able to like, process beforehand, go and do what I had to do process afterwards. Or even if there wasn't any process, it was just like still the practice of using my voice and like speaking up. And that it was like hugely, hugely helpful and hugely supportive. Yeah. You you think of, um, those little steps that you do that you can only look back at and go, shit, that helped me. But it was more of a subconscious thing because you're like, I need to do this. And I, I just need to talk to you about this thing and let you know, and I'll call you back when I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> because you're setting up that process yeah. where, you know, I talk to different people at times. They're like, man, I want to do these things. I want to have a better life, but I don't want to do these things or I don't want to do that. And I think we find ourselves in the space where it's kind of a gray area where you have to figure out what you don't want and what you actually want. But you need to figure out what's the thing that you don't want because you don't want to fucking do it. Or you don't want because it doesn't align with you. So like, that's like, that's the whole other piece for it. Like there's, I speak with clients and I, I have clients who are like, yeah, I want, I want like X, Y, Z, but like, it's never going to happen. So like, I'm just, I just don't do anything. And I'm like, yeah, well with that mindset, it's never going to happen yeah. because you're never going to do it. And like, 
It's not like you're going to like take the action once and then all of a sudden magically that habit has been formed. Like, <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. Like meaningful things take hard fucking work <laughs> and yeah. like it gets messy. And like those, like the messiness of the process is like, I mean, for me, at least it's what makes it all worth it. And I'm not saying like, go get super freaking sloppy in your life. Let everything go. And then all of a sudden, one day you're going to look at it and be like, man, I was a slob and that was great. <laughs> no, I'm not saying to do that. Uh. Like, Go through the work. And when I say the work, I mean, like, go through the personal journey, go through the things yeah. that you need to process that you need to go through in order to, like, come out the other side, the youest you that you can fucking be. <laughs> the youest you that you can fucking be. Right? I mean, there's no Perfect. better way to say it. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. Thank you for your time. <laughs> oh, man. <Right> yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, there's... um, it, it can be interesting because as you go through being a little kid and then in school, like grade school, middle school, and high school, like you test out what's cool and what's not cool. You try different things. And then as you get a little older, you start to be like, yeah, fuck it. I don't, I don't need people around me, whatever. And then you really figure out like, man, I really wanted everybody around me because I didn't know what the fuck I wanted or what I needed. Yeah. But as you can get really real with you and you can figure out what you want and what you don't want, like what pisses you off or what doesn't, it's the check-ins. Those little fucking check-ins. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Like you just got to fucking check in with yourself. And some people don't. Check in with yourself and check in with the people around you too. Like yeah. the people around you need to know that you care. Mm -hmm. And like most of the time I find that when I randomly am just like, hey, I just wanted to check in. How are you? Like something comes out like mm -hmm. they needed to be checked in on. Ooh. And so like when you think about that and like, yeah, when you think about that, like you need to be checked in on, too, because like if you actually sit back and ask yourself like, hey, Heather, or like, hey, Nick, how am I doing today? Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure something's going to come up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It usually makes me laugh, too. Um, weird shit that goes through my mind where you're like, yeah, all right, dude, but what the fuck is that smell? I'm like, damn, the trash needs to go out. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, or like, shit, I left the coffee on. Um, those little check-ins are powerful. Absolutely yeah. powerful. I am. Um, I, I taught a class this morning and this woman like walked into, she walked in, she like put her, put her mat down and she's like holding her head, like going like this. Oh. And I looked over and I was like, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Like, you look like, like, is it, is it going to fall off? You look like you're holding on for dear life. And she started laughing and she said, so many things, Heather, so many things are going on up in there. Man. <laughs> and like, it's one of those things, like, just like check in with yourself. Cause you might not realize, you might not realize like the pain that you're feeling in your shoulders and your upper back from like the stress that you're carrying there. Mm -hmm. If you actually check in and, and are like, why am I so tired? Hmm. Like, What's like, what's going on? Or like, why does, why, why am I feeling, why am I feeling tension in my upper back? Like, oh, I didn't even realize this is what I've been thinking about. Like mm -hmm. our bodies have really subtle ways, but like really clear ways of telling us what's going on. Yeah. Oh man. It's such a great thing. You got to listen to your body. Um, don't always have to listen to your subconscious mind because that can sometimes push out random things that you're like, I don't know why these random things popped up and try to decipher it. But I think the physiological side, along with the spiritual and the emotional side, can all tie together. Like when you feel led to go do something, and you're like, oh, 
everything in me, like it's pulling my rib cage, gets my heart, my mind excited and all of that. But we can't have that unless you actually ask. But I think we need to be aware to do the thing. Like, think about it. If you had no idea that you had to figure out how to breathe, you probably wouldn't. But thank God, we don't have to worry about that. And we just naturally fucking breathe. Just breathe, Nick. All you just have to breathe. Do is breathe. Just That's breathe. all it is. <laughs> um, but those, there are triggers for each of us. And I'm sure my triggers are different than yours. But I've realized with myself that my natural state is positive, joyous, and usually super type A and like over the top because I'm just excited about life. But if I'm not there and I feel like weird and snarky, I know that I'm from Philly, so I can naturally be an asshole at times. But that's not the native state that I tend to live in. So that's kind of a, yeah, it's not where I'm normally at. So I'm like, all right, dude, you're being an asshole right now. What's wrong? And I'll kind of pull the emotions in almost like it's in a room. I'm like, all right, assholes. Get in here. What's your problem? Who are you? They're like, oh, I'm whatever. I'm nostalgia or I'm fear or whatever. And then kind of walk through it. But I think you got you to gotta figure out what your triggers are. And wow. do you have the same conversations with your clients? Oh, my God. Yeah. 100%. Like a lot of so and I don't want to say a lot, a lot of what I do is about body sensations. But like, no, <laughs> it all comes back to body sensations. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like you have that like feeling in your gut. Like, OK, well the thought that's surrounding it like if you are debating whether or not you should go do something and you have this like not good sensation you should probably not do it yeah if you are debating whether or not you should show up for something that you committed to showing up to and like the feeling is like yeah go you should probably go like your body is telling you to go um it's it it all i mean it, it all comes back to it all comes, it all comes back to the sensations or like the triggers for, Mm -hmm. for all intents and purposes. Sure. It's almost, uh, we can kind of make it mechanical in a sense. Like when this thing happens, this other thing will happen so that we can look for those triggers and go, Oh, well, when that happens, this happens, which is kind of almost like habit stacking. Man, we're getting to a deep neuro level at this point. (laughs) Um, but if you can think through what those things are and understand that you're, you're typically not that state, then you can be aware of whatever the next thing is. So you've been through a lot of stuff and the fact that you went through anorexia uh, into being a coach and helping people health wise and all of that. I know that you had said earlier, like there are people that talk to me about this thing, but that's not who I am. And there's a balance there for us as in coaches where we are still growing. I still fuck up daily, whether you're a client or you're just the audience listening, know it, I fuck up daily, (laughs) but it's the learning from it. So how do you balance your mindset of like, I'm not there anymore, but those people that are there are still looking to you for help? Yeah, well, okay. So I think the distinction, the distinction with that for me in terms of like the eating disorder specifically is like, that's not something that I like work through on my own on a daily basis anymore. And the reason that that's that that's the case is because of all of the work and all of the habits Mm -hmm. and all of the things that I've implemented into my life over the years. And so like, I'm very much so able to like freely talk with someone about those type of things and support someone who's like challenged with just that without having it be like, Oh my God, I'm going back to that point in my life. Or like, that's, Mm -hmm. that's not what it brings up at all. It actually brings up a lot of joy for me because I have the ability to support someone and to show them like, look, if you saw 
was 23 when I got into recovery from my eating disorder. So if you saw Heather between the ages of like 12 and 23, like, like around there, you'd see a very different human than the Heather that you see right now. And like the fact that I'm still alive and here to tell that tale goes to show you that like, it's not permanent. Mm -hmm. And like, if you are committed to making a shift in your life, to bettering your life and to like healing yourself, because it's never about the food itself. Like there's always something else (laughs) that's there. If you're committed and actually want to heal that, like you can, it's not just something that I was able to miraculously do. And like, it's not that miraculous of a thing. Like it was really not pretty. (laughs) 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 It was really, really not a pretty journey, but, um, yeah, no. So I, it's not, it's not that I like, don't want to have those conversations. It's more so like when I think about my experience, like in order to speak to someone as like who I am right here, like telling them my experience from 11 years ago, isn't as authentic as telling someone my experience from like yesterday. Yeah. It's like, it's more present and it's more relatable and I could still be relatable talking about that. But I mean, it's upwards of a decade ago. Like I was, you know, the difference from when you were in your, in your early twenties versus when you're in your thirties. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff can happen. And especially when you're on a growth path and you're growing, I mean, that's a great answer to the question. The fact that you're able to look at all of it and understand, uh, I understand a bit more about your heart now, that it's more about the, how do we actually get to the heart of the matter and help the person, wherever they're at, whatever it's about. Yeah. And, and I think that that really, that really pinpoints exactly how I work with clients. Like I know different clients, different coaches and like different life coaches, different health coaches, different, um, different people work with their clients differently. I don't have a specific program. I just don't because I don't want to put someone into a box. Mm. And like what I realized from the first couple of clients that I had was like the program that I created. It didn't fit any of them, but they were still like, they were still drawn and like still gravitated towards working with me. And so like all I did, I met them on a daily basis exactly as they are. And that, so like you saying that, like, it's the heart of the matter, just like get to the heart of what it is. Like, yeah, that's, that's how I work with people. And it's, and it's really like, for me, it's, for me, it's really rewarding. I mean, do I have things from like the program that I created? Do I have things that I like end up doing with clients anyway? Absolutely. And have there been clients where like, yeah, I do like just go through that pro like, does it fit them? Absolutely. 100%. But it's like, just like, I'm just like, (laughs) just like I'm special and have my own needs on a daily basis. (laughs) They're all special and they have their, like, they all everyone has their own unique needs as well. Yeah, great point. Uh, It's funny how we can sometimes as coaches want to just make this thing and go, well, this is it. Everybody should just go through this thing. And there are a ton of people that push that as like the coaches that coach people. Uh, They're like, make this one thing, set it up, and that's the only thing you do. And I was kind of in the same boat. Like I've got an eight-week program. I've had people go through it, and that's there for the people it fits for. Yeah. But you know that when you have that initial, I call it a clarity session, that first call, that discovery call, you can know, like, one, am I going to be the right fit to even help this person? Right. Two, does the program actually make sense or do we need to do something slightly different to get you the actual results? I think it's almost fucking rude for somebody to be like, I hear what you're saying. So here's this box I'm going to need to sit your ass in. <laughs> like, fuck, what? So you didn't hear anything I said? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I 
hear exactly what you're saying. So here's this box. I love that. It's a, uh, yeah. And you know what, there are the, and I am like, you know, there's so many people in the world and there's so many people who are looking for support in the world that like, I'm not going to be the right person for everyone. And like maybe no. one of those other coaches will be the right person for that individual. And like, that's great. And the people who are like gra- gravitate to and who like feel inclined to work with me and like they work with me, f- with me for the reason of like, I am who I am. You're you. I yeah. mean, that's the authenticity of it. There's a, and not just with coaching, but if you think of, uh, it's easy for me to think of sales because I've been in sales forever, but there's so many people that just sell people. They sell, sell, sell shit. And they're just forcing people to buy things or they're going after that hunt instead of just trying to help people. I had a conversation with, uh, with a couple of my team members recently where they're like, hey, we have this big thing, big conversation, new division of this company we're going to work with, and we're going to put together this presentation and do all this shit. I was like, do we know what they want to talk about? Oh, they want to know what we do. I was like, do you know what their problem is? No, but we're going to talk about all these things. Like, that's totally cool. I get that. Let's see if we cover those things. And let's find out what their problems were. I, I love the team. That was a prime moment of us going at the end of the call. Like we used the presentation once to pull up a link to then show something and actually walk through it. Other than that, it was all based on conversation. You got to be able to actually people with people. Think about the people that can't people with people. They can't talk to people. Um, (laughs) Those people, I guess, don't have podcasts, whatever. So on that note, (laughs) you've got a podcast coming up. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I do. I have a podcast coming up and I'm super, super excited about it. I've had this podcast in the back of my mind for like, you know, like a couple of years at this point. And it just, it, for me, I, I didn't necessarily feel like it was the right time to do it. And I don't know if there's ever a right time or a wrong time, but uh, I was, I was talking with someone a couple of weeks ago and she was like, you know, you've been talking about this podcast forever. Like, when are you, when are you going to do it? Like, when's it coming? And I was like, you know, now it's coming now. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, and so really what my podcast is geared towards is, um, you know, had, I'm going to say it in a really succinct way. Okay. So it's the name of the podcast is the ignite your sunshine podcast. My business is ignite your sunshine. And, um, I mean, if you all could see the look on my face, like you'd get why my business is ignite. (laughs) I literally like through the journey of what we've been talking about, like, I lit up my sunshine or like I I relit the sunshine within me. So like, yeah, so it's the Ignite Your Sunshine podcast. And really what that podcast is going to be geared towards or what it is geared towards is creating mindset shift, discovering your purpose, integrating your mind, body and soul and taking ownership of your life. And so we'll do that through talking about self-love, talking about integrative wellness, talking about mindfulness, talking about visions and goals. Like goal setting is one of my favorite favorite things in the world. And um, yeah, and I know that it can be like goal setting can be something that's really, uh, really like out there for some people. And for me, it's like, no, stop setting goals that are like huge, 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 huge to the point where you're so afraid of them that like you're not going to do anything because there's so much fear there. Like set the small fucking goals and then accomplish it and then set another one and accomplish that one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like do this in like do it in a, a really a really like step-by-step basis so that you're like creating the, like creating the staircase to actually like accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish. Um, yeah. And so it's going to, I have scheduled it to release weekly on Wednesdays, wellness Wednesdays. 
And nice. um, yeah, and I'm I'm super stoked for it. I have my first couple of episodes recorded already. The first one will officially drop next week on Wednesday, of course. And uh, yeah, it's I mean, getting that. So I actually I had the I had the realization this morning because I officially I had like filed everything. And then yesterday I got like the congratulatory email from Apple Podcasts. And yeah. Uh, yeah and so I I this morning I decided to like just go and see if I could pull it up on Spotify. And so I typed in Ignite Your Sunshine and like I saw myself on Spotify. <laughs> oh, such an awesome and, feeling, isn't it? Yeah. And I like, I clicked it and I listened to the trailer and I was like, hell fuck yeah, I'm on Spotify. That's me. <laughs> That's a big step, even just to do the damn thing. The amount of times I've heard that story and the amount of times I've said my version of that story of, man, I thought about doing a podcast for years. My version includes my cousin, Tom, who would send me a text just with the word podcast and be like, fuck <laughs> off, dude. I got it. You know, timing wasn't right. It sounds like this is kind of a thing that most people go through where it just kind of percolates in the back. And you're like, hmm, there's something here. And that's sort of like our calling almost. Not just the podcast. I mean, podcast may be our calling, but the innate to help people, this is a beautiful medium to be able to do it. So the fact that you've at least stood the damn thing up is what nine out of 10 people wouldn't do. So well done with that. Uh, there are different milestones you'll go through. I've passed the 10 episode milestone where people said that's crazy because they're like, geez, so many people don't even get to 10. But I've talked to people that are in like really? the thousands. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think we're kind of in the same boat. Like, if you're going to fucking do it, you're going to fucking do it. Oh, yeah. I don't half-ass anything. I put my full ass in. <laughs> All ass. The whole ass needs to be in that. Yeah, don't half-ass it. Put your full <laughs> ass in. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be like a tough ass, but like, let it be a good ass. <laughs> and that's where the health and wellness comes into play. Ladies and gentlemen, do your squats. <laughs> put your whole ass in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well i'm excited that you got your show coming out i'm excited to hear about the show uh at some point if you'd like me to be on the show i'd love to oh my god that would be like having everything come full circle that would be so fun yeah well i'm in for it you let me know uh this has been a pleasure chatting with you i know we can just talk more and more and more and we'll probably have you back and we'll just do a bunch of show uh show swaps here but yes. why don't you tell people where people can find you Super, super simple. You can find me at Ignite Your Sunshine on Instagram. You can find me at igniteyoursunshine.com website. And if you'd like to reach out via email, you can find me at hello at igniteyoursunshine.com. And if you want to listen to my podcast, you can just go to wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm sure there's a variety of other platforms and you can just type in the Ignite Your Sunshine podcast. So like super simple, super basic <laughs> and freaking fabulous. Um, yeah. So that's all my business stuff. If you want to connect with me just like as a human, my name is Heather Vineyard. My personal Instagram, which is public, is Heather Vineyard. Again, really simple. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Heather, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Another great conversation on today's episode of the Mindset and Self Mastery Show. 
You know, allowing your inner voice to speak up and share isn't really an easy thing. To share the uniquely you, the youest you that you can fucking be with the world can kind of be a struggle. But taking those small steps, those small wins can help. Can you relate? I'd love to hear how you've worked through this, or if you're looking for ways to work through this, feel free to reach out to Heather or myself. We're happy to share our experiences, obviously, and we have some wisdom because we've gone through this. But above all, let that beautiful voice of yours come out. So what did you think of the conversation today? I'd love to hear your thoughts on the topics we got into. And if you enjoyed the episode, please jump over to iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google, wherever you listen to this podcast and subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review. It helps us be found and helps others be healed. And if you really enjoyed the show today, go ahead and share it with your family and friends and people that you often connect with. And check out the show notes for more information, contact info for Heather, and you can check out other episodes on themindsetandselfmasteryshow.com as well as our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, type in The Mindset and Self Mastery Show, hit enter and see a whole bunch of stuff that's up there. And thanks again, Heather, for being real, for being honest, for being vulnerable, and for having a good time on the show. And for you, thank you for listening and for being on this journey with us. And with that, remember, your mindset matters. And so do you.